0: Red alert, red alert, all hands to the battle station. This is episode 5, the IRW Galgathon, being recorded on Wednesday, August 5th, 2015, and being released on Friday, August 7th, 2015. Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Battle Station i'm your host tucker and i'm pretty sure many of you were never expecting to hear this podcast again um so the long and short of it is i'm not going to get into it here um i may write up a post on board game geek talking a little bit about my decision to come back to podcasting but um yeah so as of this moment battle station is back online we are back at battle station i I, I really can't tell you how much I love the title of the show. I mean, I mean the, the the lines just kind of write themselves. Anyway, so as I said uh, today, we're going to be talking about the IRW Galgathon. Um I'm going to be honest. This is the ship that brought me back to the show. Um, it's uh, l- l- look. Let me let me just talk about the ship, and then I will talk about what particularly uh, I, I want to uh, address about it. Uh, I'm really excited for this episode. I've been I've been waiting a long time uh, for this ship to be relevant and let, let, let's just dive in so I can gush about how much I love the Galgathong. Okay, so IRW Galgathong. It is a Romulan ship. It is a Romulan Bird of Prey class. It is 18 points, obviously unique. It has a name. It has two attack, two agility, three hull, two shields. It has two crew slots and two weapon slots for upgrades. It has a 90-degree forward arc and no rear arc. Its action bar is the sort of standard Romulan action bar. It has cloak, sensor echo, evade, and target lock. Its ability is when initiating an attack while cloaked, you may fire plasma torpedoes without needing a target lock. You have green one and two forward and one banks. You of white, 3 and 4 forward, 2 and 3 banks, and 2 and 3 hard turns, and a red 3 come about. Okay, um, advantages of this ship. Um, it can cloak. This is generally considered to be a pretty good thing among, you know, attack wing players. Uh, maybe not Will Sanchez, but, you know... I'm not going to get into that here. Um, it is perceived as an advantage, let me put it that way. Uh, whether or not it is, well... Obviously, it's an advantage for this ship. Whatever, uh, consensus echo—that's a big deal. Uh, it does have two crew slots for an eighteen-point ship. That's pretty good. Um, it comes with two natural agility, which is better than a lot of other ships, I guess. The maneuver dial. So, 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 I consider basically the baseline maneuver dial in the game to be sort of the Negvar dial, which is basically this dial except the three hard turns are red. So, this is. The, the reason I consider that dial to be sort of the baseline, by the way, is that that, that is one of the more common maneuver dials in the game. It's sort of the, the maneuver dial against which I measure maneuver dials. And, and this one is, you know, strictly better. It's the same dial, except the hard reds are white. So, yeah, uh, it, it's a decently maneuverable ship. The only run maneuver it has is that come about. And I like anything with white hard turns in general. So, yeah. Disadvantages. Well, it's got two attack... I mean that's never great um it's got five durability two of which are shields meaning that when it's cloaked it has a grand total of a durability of three um I don't like cloaking cloaking on this ship gives you total of six defense dice which means on average you're getting two evade results which when you have a durability of three is just not I mean yeah um It doesn't have battle stations. It doesn't have scan. Uh, It has the worst possible firing arc in the game so far. Uh, It has a 90-degree forward arc and no rear arc. And it has no tech slots. This is kind of a big deal, especially for Romulans. Um, So, yeah, it... it also, its ability is 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 pretty limited. I mean, obviously, like spoiler, alert, we're going to be building around the ability, um, but uh, it it is um, it, it kind of sucks that you have to be cloaked and you have to use plasma torpedoes. Now, as we'll soon see, plasma torpedoes are the torpedoes I'd want to use anyway. But well, it it is pretty limiting. So, oh, one more advantage. I'm sorry, I forgot to say. 18 points is super cheap. I mean. You know, in the era where we're limited to a 50-point ship, the the ability to stack 32 friggin' points of upgrades on this is pretty great, and also, it means that we probably won't even have to use the full 50 points to create a playable ship. Also, it's a good option for a support ship. Um, in other words, this may be a ship that we may not want to include at 50 points, we may want to... Look at it as a very low point vessel supporting a fleet of two higher point value ships. This ship has uh, very little competitive history that I know about. It's been around for a long time. I'm sure somebody's played it. Um, but frankly, um, I entered the game towards the end of the Dominion War when uh, some of the heavy Romulan cloaking builds were already starting to be on their way out because of cloaked mines. So. Yeah, I I don't recall seeing it in many winning lists. Um, I'm sure people have tried it. It's it's, it's great. Uh, okay, you know what? I'm just going to start talking about it. Okay, so this ship is the reason I came back to Battle Station. Um, the IRW Vrax got previewed a couple weeks ago. And it came with a new version of Plasma Torpedoes that totally made me rethink the way the Galgathong is built. And I mean, look, we're going to be building for. We're, we're going to be building basically to mitigate the attack dice. This is just going to be another super quality build. Um, I'm okay with that because, number two, um, we're, we're, we're about to hit the Balance of Terror OP. And I'm going to be straight with you guys. I consider Balance of Terror to be the best Star Trek uh, filmed property, it, it's the best Star Trek thing ever. I mean, seriously, movies, games, TV shows, books, comics, whatever, you name it, Balance of Terror is the best, period, in my opinion. Now, I I, I realize that we all have differing opinions here. I think The Best of Both Worlds was voted to be the most popular by fans in, like, the mid-90s, I want to say? Maybe, like, 2000? I'm not really sure. I just remember there was a Jason Alexander special about that where they ended up on the set of Voyager or something. I don't really remember. I'm talking about my childhood here. Anyway, the point is, I love the episode Balance of Terror. I think it's great. And that is the next OP. I totally forgot that we were doing the Balance of Terror OP, um, but uh, that is coming up. And so even though this is, I mean, this is not particularly good build for the Balance of Terror OP, um, I might do an episode in the future talking about what I think might be good for that because this is one where we're. I I mean, depending on how the official rules form rules, we we, we might see some very wonky cards used in it. But uh, it it just look I, we're gonna like <sighs> balance of terror is the first like op I might play in a while back in LA which I'm moving back to surprise LA people anyway um and i may well run it i may attempt to run it romulan uh era pure and uh faction pure and all that stuff i mean obviously it depends a little bit on what the prize ship looks like but yeah so anyway um i love this ship i really 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 wanted it to be good i really wanted it to be good for such a long time you guys you have no idea how long i have been waiting to make any sort of a viable build with this ship. And I should probably get to it because you know, I'm, I'm looking at my time index here. I'm almost, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm about nine and a half or 10 minutes into this episode at this point. So I should probably stop talking and actually get to the build. Okay, so here's what's going down. The first thing we're gonna put on this build is plasma torpedoes, obviously. I mean, this is, this is not rocket science here. Uh, the, the, the ship ability specifically works with plasma torpedoes. Uh, but uh, which plasma torpedoes are we going to use? As we all know, uh, WizKids is very fond of printing multiple versions of the same torpedoes to be used across uh, the factions that use them. Um, I mean, I, I think literally we have about 20 or 30 photon torpedoes in the game at this point, but whatever. So plasma torpedoes work a little bit differently than your photons. First of all, they only work out to range one or two, but they can be used at range one, as opposed to photons, which can only be used at two to three. Um, the other unique thing about them is that, unlike photons, I'm, I'm just gonna read off the, the general plasma torpedoes ability. So, um, most copies, your starter set copy of plasma torpedoes, for example, says uh, it's a five cost Romulan weapon, non-unique, attack five, range one to two, attack, target lock. Spend your target lock and disable this card to perform this attack. You may reroll all your blank results one time. You may fire this weapon from your forward or rear firing arcs. Okay. So, um, this is good because the major disadvantage of torpedoes is having to spend your target lock to fire them. But, the Plasma Torps have a uh, built-in reroll. So you're actually not even losing that much in using plasma torps. Now, if you're using photons, obviously that's a much bigger disadvantage, but we're not using photons, we're using plasma torps. So, um, the major disadvantage for a long time is the action economy, obviously. Uh, you have to target lock. Well, you don't with the Galgathong, but you still have to cloak and you have to re enable the weapon. Um, one of these things has now been mitigated. If we turn our attention to the IRW VRAX previews, and yes, I realize it's not out yet. It will be out very soon. In fact, in fact, um, August August 5th, uh, it may actually be out today, come to think of it. Um, well, today as I'm recording this, yeah, uh, it may have been out for a couple days by the time uh, you, you guys at home are hearing this. So, uh, run on down to your store and buy a copy of the VRAX. Um, even if you already have a Valdor. It's got this sort of semi-cloaked thing going on. Uh, I saw it at uh, Origins. I can confirm it is a different kind of cloak than the uh, Cloak Ship pack you might have won or picked up at Gen Con uh, last year. So, yeah, no, it's 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 a cool model, and I'd I recommend getting it, but also for a couple cards in this pack, uh, one of which is Plasma Torps. It even has the uh, sort of old-school a bird of prey uh, picture on it even though um, it's in a Valdor pack don't ask questions just accept it so this is exactly the same as the card I just read to you except instead of disabling the card it says spend your target lock and place three time tokens on this card to perform this attack so for those who don't know time tokens work okay first of all let me just clear up a misconception here I so I haven't been really participating in the community, but I've been reading along in the community, and for some reason, everyone seems to think that the new versions of these torpedoes is replacing the old one. In other words, that all the old cards are gonna get errated or they're illegal or something. No, you can play both. You can decide which one you wanna run. Okay. That said, uh, so, so the way the way time tokens work is like this. Um, you place time tokens on their car, on a card while there are time tokens on a card it cannot be used i think it's treated as disabled i haven't seen the rule card at the end of every turn including the term turn in which you place the time tokens you remove a time token from the card when the last token is removed it basically becomes re-enabled so instead of uh you know having to spend an action to re-enable these you can just use them uh after two turns because remember the turn you use them you remove the time token at the end, and there's one turn goes by We can't use it, a second turn goes by, and then you can use it again. Okay. These are the torpedoes we're going to throw on the Galgathon. The reason is, at this point, the action economy of this has been totally eliminated. In other words, we've eliminated the disable and we've eliminated the, tar- the target lock by putting this on the Galgathon. But we're gonna have to wait a bunch of turns. Aha! But, we have a solution in Bridge Officer, another card from the Vrax expansion pack. Bridge Officer is a non-unique Romulan crew upgrade that says, when you are instructed to place time tokens on one of your weapon upgrades, place one less time token than required. This upgrade costs plus two SP for any non-Romulan ship and no ship may be equipped with more than one Bridge Officer upgrade. Uh, What that tells me is that on every single ship in the game, There is only ever one bridge officer on the bridge with the captain. It's like just the bridge officer. Yeah, I'm not really sure what to make of that. But anyway, this is good uh, because we can just throw this on there. It's three points with the plasma torpedoes, eight points total. And suddenly we can use the plasma torpedoes every other turn. Now, I'm going to point something out here. At this point, we're at 26 points. We can cloak every turn, so we can get the Galgathong's ability every turn. And every other turn, we can just fire the plasma torpedoes. I mean, this is a decent 22-point support ship. I mean, it's got a big gun with natural quality built in for 26 points. I am happy with that. Um, that is a ship I would feel comfortable playing in my fleet. I mean, yeah, it's fragile as hell, but it can sensor echo, which in this day and age of range 1 to 2 360 arcs is is actually, uh, that's that it's not bad. It's not bad at all. But, this is Battle Station. You don't come here for merely playable uh, support ships. You come here for more complete builds. Now, I, by the way, one, one, one more thing. If you are going to run this as a support ship and you have the extra point to spend and you're not spending it elsewhere, I would throw on the Centurion, Captain. Uh, that 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 captain is one point. He's two skill, and he says, uh, "When attacking, you may re-roll one of your battle stations' results." Well, that works really well with the plasma torps, which let you re-roll all your blank results, and so yeah, you might get further quality there. So, twenty-seven point support ship, pretty playable. But let's see where we can really go with this thing. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to do when I want to build this up is I'm going to try and get battle stations on this ship. Uh, Easy way to do that in faction is Mendak. Uh, Mendak is an admiral. I'm using him here as a captain. Why? Because I can. Because this lets you put another admiral in your fleet elsewhere. Uh, You can just uh, throw on Mendak and then uh, feel comfortable putting the... uh, putting an Admiral somewhere else. I mean, obviously, if you want to use a different Captain on this ship, feel free to use Mendak as an Admiral. As you'll see, we'll have some uh, headroom in terms of points. So, Mendak, anyway, says he's a, As a Captain, is a six-skill, four-cost Captain. He's unique, he's got a talent, and his ability is Action. Target a friendly ship at range one to two, including your own, that has no Battle Stations tokens beside it, and place a Battle Stations token beside that ship. The target ship cannot perform a Battle Stations action this round. This card may only be purchased... For a Romulan ship. Okay, so uh, now we have battle stations. Take an action. Get battle stations. The plasma torps have a built-in reroll, but we can't cloak. Um. Well, how about advanced cloaking? Advanced cloaking is a Romulan tech. Ah, ah, ah. We don't have tech. Well, shoot. Oh, we have a crew slot though. Let's throw into rule. Tarul is a four-point Romulan uh, crew upgrade. She did come in the Gen Con promo pack or the Deep Space Nine pack. I realize that makes her expensive to get. Um, And and this is why, by the way, if you don't want to use Tarul, a very viable option is to use Mendek as an Admiral and then take Valdor instead. Uh, The uh, 4.6 skill Valdor off of the Romulan drone expansion that adds a tech upgrade. But... Uh, to roll says add one tech upgrade slot to your upgrade bar while your ship is cloaked during the roll defense dice step of the combat phase you may choose to roll three less defense dice and add one evasive result to your defense roll I mean statistically speaking that's what you get from it anyway whether you want or not you want to use that is up to you if the cloaking device upgrade is blah 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 she does a bunch of other stuff um the main thing she does is add a tech slot in faction um let me let me back let me pause for a bit and and discuss something here um. Why am I not using Eric Munz here? He's one point cheaper even with faction penalty. The answer is because I don't need to use him. I mean, as I discussed elsewhere, I'm trying not to use commonly used cards, but there's also just the fact that frankly, all of the stuff I need for this build is in faction. And while obviously I'm not a huge fan of faction purity play, I will make a build Faction Pure if I have the points. Um, Number one, for style points. I won QOP2 with a fed pure fleet. And number... Did I say number two first? Whatever. Uh, And number two, just because, um, frankly, I know that some of you listening out there enjoy Faction Pure play, and maybe even if you don't, you have to because it's the only venue you have as Faction Pure. So here's something that you can play at your Faction Pure venue. Frankly, also, it's the Galgathong. The Galgathong is the most Romulan ship ever because it was run by the best Romulan ever and um, who ironically played a Vulcan. But um, yeah, no, it should, yeah, Romulans. Anyway, so um, we got that tech upgrade slot. So let's go back to Advanced Cloaking. Advanced Cloaking says... When attacking while you are cloaked, if there are no auxiliary power tokens beside your ship, you may place an auxiliary power token beside your ship before rolling any dice to keep your cloak token from flipping to its red side. So this basically says uh, limit your movement a bit to uh, make sure you get battle stations every turn and keep your cloak and, you know, sensor echo if you need to and, you know, skip your targeting lock for the photon or uh, plasma torps yeah it's pretty great um it is not gonna be great in balance of terror because it makes your movement predictable which gives your opponent points. that's not great but uh yeah it's pretty it's just pretty necessary for this build. So um at this point this build is essentially complete it's at 38 points 18 for the galgathong 22 with mendak as captain uh, 26 for Tarul, 29 for tactical officer oh my goodness. I meant bridge officer pardon me i have it as tactical officer in space because the racks has been added to space yet. so uh uh, 29 points for bridge officer uh 20 or 33 points for advanced cloaking and 38 points for plasma torps can you add more things to this build yes if you want to switch mendak to admiral uh, you can put a different captain on there you can add a second copy of plasma torpedoes so as it is this can only fire plasma torpedoes every other turn i don't think being able to fire it on that every turn is worth another five points it's worth five points as is but i don't think it's worth the extra five points you may disagree feel free to change that uh, play test it see how it works out um as for captains well um you know there's there's torreth obviously if you want to go outside romulans you've got some good options but i'm going to tell you something in my heart, if you are not using Mendak as captain, there is only one captain of the Galgathong, even if he is entirely unsynergistic with this build, and that is the Romulan Commander. And I'm going to be honest with you, if anybody runs this build at Galgathong, Romulan Commander, Mendak, to rule ta- uh, Bridge Officer, Plasma Torps, and yeah, you'd have room for the extra Plasma Torps on there too, Um, and you take that to Balance of Terror, and you win... Um, you are the greatest, in my opinion. You're you're just the best. Um, anyway, so this this basically results in a ship that can roll, you know, good levels of attack dice, decent maneuverability. It can cloak. Uh, I can sensor echo if necessary. Skip the battle stations for that. Um, it gets good quality five dice. Uh, maybe not the best ship ever, but it's definitely it's definitely a fun one to play. And I think it does the Romulan commander, uh, the unnamed Romulan commander, the most honorable of all Romulans, I think it does him an appropriate justice. So uh, that's basically it today. Um, sorry, sorry for spending so much time gushing about how much I love Balance of Terror, but um, it, it really just was the confluence of circumstances. I mean, the, the synergy with Galgathong, and then it was time for the Balance of Terror OP uh, yeah, it, it just it just had to happen. just had to happen anyway. but uh, so uh, until next time, thank you very much for listening. Stand down red Alert and secure from Battle Station.